episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Katrina Myricks. I'm joined by my co-host, Terrain Myricks. Terrain, how you doing? Great, Katrina. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you enjoying this weekend day? I just thought, is it your turn to lead it? It is. Okay. <laughs> um, this weekend day is great. What have you been doing all day? I've, I've been... Nothing. Drinking wine. I've been drinking wine, but uh, it's hard because it was like sweet wine, <laughs> which I'm not good at drinking. Um, I don't like, I'm not a fan of sweet wine. I tried it. I can't get into it. What have you been doing? Oh, a lot of stuff, I guess. Grocery shopping, laundry, yeah. cleaning up. Yeah. Playing some games. Yeah. Watching the Texans win. There you go. You've been doing some stuff. You've got some stuff going yeah. on. You've also had some wine. A little bit. A little bit. You had some of the um, wine that I couldn't finish, because though, uh, though I'm not a fan of the wine, I still did drink most of the bottle. Yeah. Most of the Moscato. Most of the Moscato. Couldn't deal with it. You had to end that for me. And then you got into the pink Moscato. Yeah. Why does that taste so much different than Moscato? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Wow, okay. <laughs> They're also different brands. Maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, one's Yellowtail and one's Barefoot or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's interesting. You want to get started? Yeah, you go ahead and get us started. You want to? <laughs> you've, well, you've got the list in front of you. Man. I do have the... I do have the... the uh, Outline. Outline in front of me. I'm like, line up? That's not the word. <laughs> um, let's get started. First of all, happy impeachment to us all. Uh, Donald Trump was impeached by the House of Representatives. Now, I want to make this clear for any dum-dums <laughs> or people that just don't really know what's going on and then take to Facebook or Twitter saying that they know what's going on. Um, so... Uh, when it comes to impeachment, the House approves articles of impeachment and send those to the Senate, meaning the president has been impeached. And then the Senate decides whether or not to convict and remove the president of the United States. Have any other presidents been impeached, Terrain? Yes. And have any of those other presidents been removed from office? None of them have been removed from office. We have had Andrew Johnson be impeached, and we've had, um... Bill Clinton be impeached. Richard Nixon would have been impeached, but he left office because he knew where it was going to go. Right. Um, so Donald Trump is the third president to... And you know what? When people are like, well, he, the, here's here's what, I, here's what I don't hear. Um, well, Pelosi hasn't delivered it to the Senate, so technically he hasn't been impeached. I think that one's actually true. Really? Until it's handed over to the Senate... He's not technically... Ta- it's one of those weird... It's, it's a weird thing. Right. Um, but people seem to think that the word impeached means removed. Right. Which is not the case. Also, um, just because he has been impeached does not mean he will be able to run for a third term. Just want to... What? Yep. Wanna, has someone said that? Just trying to quash some dumb rumors I've been seeing on my Facebook page. What? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not. In what way, shape, or form? Well, he's that... been removed, so he hasn't served a full term, so he gets two more terms? Question mark. 
No. No. <laughs> Could it, is, I'm guessing there's nothing stopping an impeached president for From running, running for president? Yeah. No, there is not. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, um, both articles of impeachment were agreed upon by the House of Representatives. Um, the first article was abuse of power. It was... Um, adopted 230 to 197. Um, second, uh, second, uh, article was obstruction of Congress. That was, um, adopted 229 to 198. I know you're thinking, those numbers are kind of weird. Firstly, we've had, we had some that weren't able to vote. We had a Democrat that wasn't able to vote because of health concerns, health um, issues. They were uh, diagnosed with Parkinson's and they're dealing with that. We have we had um, some Republicans who weren't able to vote. Duncan Hunter, Republican from California, who um, he's banned from voting because he pled guilty to a felony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is waiting to leave the house until after the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> um, another Republican was visiting a uh, his son in Tanzania. Um, and then we had a couple of other weird vets. Um, one, uh, Democrat Jared Golden um, from the great state of Maine voted for abuse of power and then voted against obstruction of Congress. Um, quick, I'm going to ask you, why did he do that? I, I don't know. What do you um, think the benefit of that is? I don't think there is one. I don't think there's actually any benefit. Because you pissed off the Republicans by voting yes at all. And you pissed off the Democrats by voting no for one of them. So you tell me what the benefit is. I don't see no, one. No, I mean, unless he's just like... Guys, I'm in the center. I'm on both sides of issues. Like, I am... Who wants that? <laughs> I can work with both sides of the aisle. See? When it came to impeachment, I went with one and the other. I'm that good. I don't know. I can't think of anything as to why. Now, the only dumb thing I can think of is... Um, he looked at obstruction of Congress and... Uh, said, I, I, it wasn't an impeachable. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't impeachable. When, when... But that's just like... What a weird hill to stand on. Yeah. I don't know. What a weird battle to pick. What mm -hmm. a weird flag to plant. I don't understand that. Um, and then we have a presidential candidate, uh, <laughs> Democratic representative from Hawaii, and, oof, bad decision maker, Tulsi Gabbard, um, who voted present on both. Right. Articles of impeachment. I'm going to let you go first because I'm going to go off. Okay. So you go ahead and go first on how you feel about Tulsi Gabbard voting present on both. I feel the way former Senator Claire McCaskill feels um, because we heard, we were watching MSNBC's coverage. Yes, because uh, we're liberals. MSNBC. Put out, meow, meow. And she, she's a, she's now like one of their correspondents, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, She's there when they do election coverage and, I guess, impeachment coverage, too. Um, yeah. And she said, to get attention, maybe, let's move on. Let's not pay her any attention. And I agree with that. Like, that that's what that was just about. Let it, just let it drop. She, she wanted to get attention because of it. She did. Um, it probably appeased her Russian backers <laughs> and her white nationalist fans um, who are supporting a non-white person because... 
fuck. Who knows why? Uh, that's how I feel. <laughs> fuck her. Move on. She's useless, pointless, doesn't deserve our time and attention. I will say this about Tulsi Gabbard. I said, I, I think it's very important uh, because I saw some people who were like, oh, I, I mean, I didn't, you know, I liked Tulsi Gabbard <laughs> because X, Y, and Z. And though I didn't agree, uh, yes, I thought that was, you know, uh, far-fetched, but whatever. I think this should stand the test of time to show that in no way whatsoever is Tulsi Gabbard a leader. Right. Tulsi Gabbard has the leadership qualities of a slug. There's no reason at all for anyone to look at what she has done and say, ooh, yes, she should be the president. I love how she can decisively make a decision. No. She was laid out the facts of what happened with Donald Trump and the government of Ukraine and his willingness to throw his dick around to get to <laughs> to uh, try to influence them to attack or to investigate uh, and dig up dirt on his uh, his po- chief political rival. She saw the the evidence. So there's you either believe the evidence or you don't believe the evidence. Mm-hmm. There is no third way on this. There is no middle ground on this. Well, you... terrain. No, no, no. Terrain. Hang on. We're so divided. Yes. So this is a this, this is, is an... her stand against us being divided. This... What, what, what what phrase did she say over and over again? A zero win. This was game. a zero sum game or zero some shit win. like that. Yeah. I I this was so that was so stupid. I I am baffled. And and this is the this is the thing. No one ever, ever again can say, I think Tulsi is a good leader. Because anyone should be able to point to this and say, she's not a fucking leader. She balks on any, uh, she balks on this giant decision. Mm-hmm. It, it, and and I, think, I, I think in my group chat, um, someone said, like pointed out that Jeff Van Drew switched parties so he can vote in favor uh, of, of like protecting the president. And they're like, he's just as bad as Tulsi. I'm like, no, he's not. He at least took a fucking side in this. This is something that you don't look at it and go, I don't really know. I was there, present. No, this is an important vote. And you, this is a, this is a one side or the other kind of vote. Yeah. So, so I think. Either you think he's guilty or you don't. Or you don't. Yeah. And at least Jeff Van Drew, the the spineless slug that he is, went, well, I'm going to say that he does, that he's not because this helps me politically. Or so he thinks. Mm-hmm. Well, she thinks this does too. Don't know how. We'll see when she runs third party. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't think, well, we'll see. Because I don't think she's going to peel off Dems. What's going to happen is when Bernie does not win. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I hear it now. I hear it now, yep. and I don't like it, and I hear it now, and I hope that's not how it goes. Well, let's fucking hope. I sure There's hope. There's no reason ideologically they should, but right. There's that's no reason. Not I... what matters. That's, that there is. There was no reason they should have voted for Jill Stein. Hang either. on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> listen, Bernie Bros, who listen to this podcast, I'm with you. You've heard me in a, if you listen to it in a previous podcast. I said Bernie 2020 at some point. 
after naming a bunch of other candidates. <laughs> so, like, let's be clear. I'm cool with you guys. Let's go get this shit. And if you don't win, please just be cool about it. Same for every fucking candidate. Mm-hmm. Let's keep moving. Um, so, Nancy Pelosi has threatened, um, at this point, not to send the articles of impeachment to the Senate um, until the rules of the Senate trial are established, um, we already know that they're not going to be sent um, until at least the new year. Uh, what do you think about that strategy of not sending the articles of impeachment immediately? I think that's a good idea. Um, Why? I don't know if they ever will actually formulate rules, but I think throwing it at them so they can just quash it immediately is not... Uh, great move. So, um, but I'd like to point out too that we already have two prominent Republican senators who've admitted openly that they're going to take an oath that they uh, are going to be violating. One of them's running the fucking investigation. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. the leader of the Senate, Mitch McConnell, has said not only that he's definitely going to vote to exonerate that he's them. working with the White House. But that 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 he's, he's working. Literally with the White House. said. He has literally said, and so has Lindsey Graham, Quote, that they're not impartial. Yeah. You're but, gonna, you well, have to take an oath saying that you're impartial. No, 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 no. And, and, and okay, let me, and I'm going to get shit for this. Let me do on the, let me go on the other side of this. We have seen at least three Democratic senators go on a debate stage and say the president needs to be impeached and removed. So, so we, I'm not concerned necessarily about the fact that they're saying that it's not going to be impartial. My problem is that they're saying they're going to work with the White House during the impeachment investigation. That's like the The judge, that's the 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 jurors or whoever. Yes, that's the jurors saying, hey, chill out with the the defendant and see what's going on over here. Like that's, that's the problem I have. Cause I. I, I don't think that we can really complain when they say we're not going to be bi- we're we're going to be biased because so are we it's it's the like we've but the problem is it's just that evidence has been shown that this yeah. has happened yeah. and that this was wrong and that this was an abuse of power so also evidence has been shown that he has stopped everyone that like like in his like like Mick Mulvaney or those kinds of people from uh, testifying. So does Charlotte just know when we're recording a podcast? <laughs> like, does she understand the concept of this? Because this is insane, right? I think she gets podcasts. She hasn't been downstairs all day. She has not been downstairs all day until mm-hmm. we set up to record this podcast. And then she's and like, and now she's like, "Pay me attention! I want attention right now." She's got like a sixth sense. She understands when podcasts are being. Recorded. She knows, and I I think it's pretty fucking cool that I, that <laughs> my daughter knows what podcasts are. <laughs> I think that that's great. Um, <laughs> the let's move on to the president's reaction. Yeah, the great pr- reaction. The president of the United States. Um, and I just want to take a quick, small, little side side combo here. The president has always been like a bad person. What? The president has always been, like, the worst. Like, a real piece of shit. <laughs> like... Why would you say that? Terrible. I don't know. Just terrible. This, to me, reeks of something of just... Just heinous. Yeah. Uh, 
the president... It, the thing is, it's really not any different than mocking that disabled reporter. No. Or mocking John McCain, saying... I like I, people who weren't captured. Yes, like, this is the same shit. Yeah. And that, this is... It's just more of the same shit that proves that his supporters, his evangelical Christian supporters, mm-hmm. are hypocritical pieces of shit. See, that's... All of them. That, oh, God. Uh-oh. Hey. Hey, evangelical Trump supporters that listen to this podcast. <laughs> They're the ones that leave reviews. They're the ones... That's the one who was like, oh, I'd rather just listen to CNN. Like, whoa. We're funnier than CNN, you asshole. Um, but, like, to go in front of a crowd, a crowd of people, and talk about a congressperson... And mock them because their husband died mm-hmm. and their husband, who was like the longest serving house member, one of the longest serving in the history of the house. Um, like this person called you to talk about the funeral arrangements that like he keeps saying, I didn't have to do. Fuck you. First off, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Secondly, he mocked. The phone call with her and her voice in the phone call. She is a... He mocked a grieving widow. She is a woman grieving from the Mm -hmm. loss of her fucking husband. And this asshole took the time to mock her. Mock the fact that her husband is dead. Imply or uh, almost explicitly state that he is in hell. Because someone voted in a different way than you wanted to. This is my thing when people are like, I'm sick of pop. This is, this goes beyond, this person is a bad human being. Yep. And he gets people cheering when he does it. Mm-hmm. So. The, the crowd, which I believe this happened in Michigan. In it Michigan. It did. Because she's a representative. She's a representative from Michigan. Michigan. He was in, I believe, Battle Creek. I don't remember where specifically. Mm-hmm. But. Holding a rally. And the night he was in beach. And just doing this nonsense shit. This is what... And, I, and I, I, I'm not going to frame it the way that I've seen a bunch of media frame it, which really annoys me. Which they're like, uh, the uh, Representative Dingle hits back at Donald Trump. Or Representative Dingle blasted Donald... No. No. She Representative didn't. Dingle gave a human response to, a, to an inhuman person. This is the sort of thing that... This is the this is the media problem that exists. Right. Where it's but, like both sides are having this big existential fight. Like, no, this person just mocked a widow and the widow gave a human response. She yeah. didn't hit back at him. She didn't blast him for his comments. She said you hurt me. And I'm going to read it, but go ahead. You yeah. were going to say something. I, this is just the type of thing that we've seen from him multiple times that really gives me absolutely no ability to sympathize with, humanize, or like people who openly, or not just openly, people who support Trump. Because Mm -hmm. you're supporting this. You co-sign this. You co-sign this. You co-sign mocking people with disabilities. You co-sign mocking widows. You co-sign mocking dead uh, veterans, dead... Mm -hmm people who served our country, like, people, dead people, pr- like, like, prisoners of war. Yes, like, this is, this is the stuff you're okay with, and yeah. if you're okay with this, I'm not okay with you. You're not a really, it doesn't like, even, you're not a cool like, person. Like, I'm sure, 
I could get along with a Republican <laughs> pre-Trump because they've all agreed to go. Like, I, I, I could get along with someone before this happened, someone who maybe supported Mitt Romney for reasons, but this isn't what Mitt Romney was like, you know? The, this open cruelty and lack of empathy and lack of any humanity. Like, you're, you're, you're a bad person if you support this, point blank. Like, that's, I, I think that's just a fact at this point. I'm going to read Representative Dingle's uh, response to yes. um, the comments. And this is of, such a, it's heartbreaking. Mr. President, let's set politics aside. My husband earned his accolades after a lifetime of service. I'm preparing for the first holiday season without the man I love. You brought me down in a way you can never imagine. And your hurtful words just made my healing much harder. There's, there's nothing else to say but that. Yeah. That is a human responding to a monster who took the time to attack her dead husband mm -hmm. because she didn't vote in the way he wanted to. This person, he is not a human being. He has no, no ability to behave like, to pretend to be a human being. Mm -hmm. None. And it's, it's just that jarring that this son of a bitch continues to occupy the White House and have... An incredible amount of support from at least 30-odd percent of the United States of America. Yep. And, I mean, you say he's not a human, but apparently this is what 30% of humanity are okay with. Yeah. Like, and that's what makes you hate people! Yes, I agree. So before we get into, um... Before we get into the debate, which is what this episode is about, <laughs> well, we, we had to. We, we couldn't not talk about it. We had to talk about impeachment. It happened. It was history. It was fucking amazing. But we do need a palate cleanser from this thing that legit made yeah. me want to cry. Yeah. Uh. So let's play a fun game. Donald Trump is an idiot. Donald Trump is quite possibly one of the dumbest people to walk the face Did of the planet. Did you see his tweet where he was talking about how um, they're changing the smocking age to 21? I did see that they're changing the smocking age, and <laughs> Ted Cruz isn't happy about that. He wants you to be able to smock whenever you'd like to. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, let's... We've, we've seen some weird quotes from Donald Trump. And it's almost like he's, I don't know, a fictional character. A character from, I don't know, a cancelled Fox sitcom. I don't know. Like, Arrested Development. Like Arrested Development. <laughs> it's almost like he's Joe Bluth. And I'm not sure if you'll know specifically if Donald Trump said something or Joe Bluth said something. Thank you, Funny <laughs> or Die, for this game. We're going to play Who Said It. Donald J. Trump. Or George Oscar Blue. Um, ready? Yeah. Hell, oh sorry, hey, if he wants to support me, I'm not going to tell him to go to hell. Job. 
It was Job. I hear the jury's still out on science. Trump. It's Job. Ah! <laughs> that was my first instinct. I should have gone with it. <laughs> Nobody knows what community college is. Trump. That's Trump. The beauty of me is that I'm very rich. Trump. That is Trump. <laughs> Haven't we all had threesomes? Are we babies? <laughs> Job. That's Donald Trump. What? Donald Trump said that to Howard Stern, I believe. Oh my, of course he did. <laughs> That's the problem. I gotta think about all those Howard Stern interviews he did. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, how, side 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 note Howard Stern asked him is it okay to call your daughter a piece of ass and he was just okay with that yeah cause he's cool alright let's move just locker room talk just with microphones and stuff um okay it's called taking advantage it's what gets you ahead in life Trump Job uh. <laughs> <laughs> I will absolutely apologize sometime, hopefully in the distant future, if I'm ever wrong. Trump. It's Donald Trump. <laughs> Certain guys tell me they want women of substance, not beautiful models. It just means they can't get beautiful models. Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm trying to skip the ones that, like, you will 100% know. The worst thing a man can do is go bald. Never let yourself go bald. Jesus. Trump? It's Donald Trump! <laughs> what do you mean? Like, if there were three of us and I didn't know where to start? No, I think I did pretty well. Not a lot of complaints, if you know what I mean. Trump. Job. Uh. <laughs> I don't want to say it. First place... Chick's hot, but has an attitude. Job. Job. <laughs> Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest. Trump. My fingers are strong and beautiful. Trump. <laughs> uh, I have two more that I know you're going to get, because they're, the, they're, the, they're very, very funny to me. Um, uh, number one is... Uh, hang on, I just lost it. <laughs> yeah, the guy in the three thousand dollars suit is holding the elevator for the guy who can't make, who doesn't make that in four months. Come on, Joe. That's right. And <laughs> our last one. It ain't easy being white. <laughs> is that the full quote? Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, let's um. Let's take a quick break. We're going to talk about this debate. We'll be right back with Alcoholics. Hi, everybody. This is Terrain from Alcoholics, reminding you that the holiday season is coming up and you're probably going to be spending a bunch of time with relatives, hanging out, making dinner, having a wonderful meal with each other. And that's going to bring up a lot of things like their political views, and why they think that Hillary Clinton is definitely the real criminal and Donald Trump just is an innocent bystander around. And I want you to remember 
that before you let loose on somebody, very, it's very, very important that you know that they're a piece of shit and you need to lay into them. Let them know what you think. Tell them their bourgeoisie nonsense will not be tolerated at the dinner table anymore. Tell them you keep... Let them know how often you say happy holidays rather than Merry Christmas. It's very important that they know that they suck. So make sure to tell them. Happy holidays from Alcoholics. Welcome back, and let's talk about the debate. Now. Debate number... 26, I don't know. <laughs> um, sure. Five? I don't know. Five? Well, there have been at July, least... July, right? There have been July, at least August, one billion September, of them. October, November, December, six? Maybe six. It's gotta be like the 19th. Yeah. It's been a lot. It's It's been a lot. If it's six, we're halfway there! Halfway to what? The end of the debate. Oh my god. There are 12! Yeah. Yeah, there are. And we're never gonna get past all and the... And honestly, this one, I think you really saw that... They were exhausted? We're sick of it. Like, it's the same shit. Yeah. For a lot well, of it, well, 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 well let's, let's, let's wait, because we we're gonna get, get into it. I disagree, but we're gonna get into that. Let's start with our fun game of... Name who was there. Who was on that debate stage. Or, as I think I usually put it, the fuck was debating today <laughs> um do you want to go first or second Your pick. um i will go second i think there was there, there was, was seven there was an odd number right. so you would be the last of the last one All i'm gonna right. go second warren biden buddha judge klobuchar sanders yang steyer that's it that's it bonus point if you can tell me who should have been there oh harris kamala harris qualified for the debate but Decided to end her candidacy. I am so Because she ran out of money. I, hey, whoa, you sound super stoked about it. I'll fight you. Um, <laughs> Not stoked about it, but... No. Uh, so <sighs> now we're left with all these white people and... Andrew, Andrew Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so let's start with... Uh, I would like to start with the moderator. Yeah, yeah, let's start with, yeah. That's so, good so I had like it was up and down with me. It was for, interesting. It was up and down with me for, there the, for a lot. There were three moderators from PBS and one, and then from one from Politico. Politico. Um, you could tell the difference. Yeah, you could definitely tell the one from Politico. Yeah. Um, probably also because Joe Biden uh, said Politico doesn't have a sense of humor when he made a joke that no one laughed at. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, here's what I actually want there very much. Um, rather than having a debate in a, like, in an auditorium with a bunch of people, or in a theater, or in what, can you, can we start having debates just in a living room? Like, I, I don't want, I don't want an them audience. to be, in, there, there to be an audience. Yeah. For example, there have been, uh, and, um, again, gonna get blasted because of this, um, but Andrew Yang would make a bunch of jokes and then hold for applause or hold for laughs, mm-hmm. like constantly. That, <laughs> which is fine. That's his. That's his shtick. That's what he is going with. But that needs to like like that kind of like I have lines made up so that the audience reacts, and I know I have my people in the audience, so they're gonna react. That shit needs to fucking stop. I'm done with that. Well, okay, here's the thing. We tuned in a few minutes late because 
Terrain forgot that it was on an eight, and I Whoa! didn't know what time it was. Whoa! Wait! Two minutes late? No one got asked a fucking question Right, right, yet. and that was fine, but we did miss the rules of this debate. And I'm wondering, there was so much applause during this one, I'm wondering if they didn't get told to not fucking applaud. Because yeah. all the other ones, they do get, the audience was told, you know, hold your applause for the end, we want to get as much Right, time. but they don't do that. They don't, but this one had... Oh, an lot. abundance of an applause. An abundance yeah. of applause. I would like to point out. Timely. I think it's weird that you just called me out like that. <laughs> I also was not paying attention to the time. Yeah. You knew what time it was, but thought the debate started at eight thirty. So you said it started at eight thirty. No, I didn't. I said eight to ten thirty, and you confused that for eight thirty to whatever time. I don't know when you thought it ended. <laughs> But, so we did miss the rules. Maybe they were allowed to applaud? I don't know. There was too much fucking applause, though. There was too much applause. There was too much audience reaction yeah. and, like, holding for your side to cheer for whatever thing you just said. Yeah. Like, your side to cheer for the point you made against this candidate. And, and speaking speaking of the audience participation with Yang, he always, every single debate, he's done that thing where he's like, everybody in the audience, raise your hand if this is this. Like, look, everybody raise their hand. Like, like immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Right. I do so, like that he does that. It's very, very funny that he's just like, all right, raise your hand if this happened. And then, regardless of how many people raise their hand, he's like, if you if you'd see, there's a lot of hands raised. <laughs> like, yeah. but in this I could one, like, definitely do without an audience. Yeah, I agree with that statement mm -hmm. for sure. Also, we had some of the dumbest questions, uh, mainly yeah. two, mainly the first and the last question. Um, the first question being, why doesn't America agree with you on on impeachment? Essentially, is what yeah. the fucking question yeah. was, which was so dumb. It was very, very dumb. And then the, the last question was, um, give a gift or ask for forgiveness to anybody on yeah. the stage that or wherever. A, that was a really ridiculous question. So, Katrina, I'm going to ask you, um, uh, if you could, uh, would you give a gift or would you ask for forgiveness for blah, 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 and, and tell me about it? To who? Uh, would I, be giving? I, I love giving gifts. I'm very much in the holiday spirit this year. Yeah? Yeah. I'm really excited to give all my unit their gifts on Monday and get some gifts in return and give everybody, like, in my family their gifts. Yeah? I feel, I feel very generous this year. What about forgiveness? Do you want to ask for forgiveness? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Terrain? Um, I would like to give the gift of this podcast to anybody who wants to hear <laughs> oh, it. Oh, so you're Andrew Gang. Uh, yes, I have a book, <laughs> and I wrote it, and it's my book, and I'd love to give it all, give it to you all. Um, I'd love to give the podcast as a gift to everybody, and I'd like to ask for forgiveness, um, for anyone who, like, hasn't listened to this podcast, because, like, I really hope you forgive me when I slash your tires for not <laughs> listening to this podcast. Like, this is important. Yeah. Listen to it. I, I... I do want to, I'm coming after you. This Sorry, is, like, unrelated to anything yeah. to do with this podcast. But, like, this is the first year you and I have been in, like, a real position to be generous with our gifts and stuff like that. Yeah. And to each other. Like, this is, like, one of the first Christmases where we gave each other gifts. You're sitting in one of your gifts. I know, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. And, like, I'm feeling very jolly, honestly. It's really weird, but, like, okay. I've been really excited for, like, 
my holiday party at work and like I'm excited. I'm just really excited this year and I don't know why. Wow. I'm just like I'm Wow, this is weird. You I I, I picked up scratchers for um, my unit and for you to give and for the supervisors I work with and for you to give to people that you work with and Well the way hang on, I also I asked you to pick them yes, up for yes, me because yes. you were already getting right, them. Right. In case any of my unit or anybody <laughs> at work listens to this Katrina did not go out and buy the gifts and like because she just did it and had extras and gave them to me. I second handed them to you. That's not what happened. Yeah. All right. But, but somebody that you gave a scratcher to won ninety dollars. Yeah. And that like got me really happy. And her address is. <laughs> I'm just like I don't know. I'm feeling super generous and like yeah, it's fun. It's nice. And then you hear Andrew Yang say, "Everybody read my book." <laughs> you didn't like that answer? No. See, my problem and was... And I feel... I don't, I don't want to criticize him too harshly because he does no, not have any time to think about that. And there's no good answer to that question. No. And if you'll notice, both the women asked for forgiveness because... They were... Because they're too intense. They get too... Yes. Yeah, that was that was ish that that was that, that irked me a little bit because I'm like of course the like the women are like please forgive me for being passionate about making sure that people have health care or people are alive or whatever and then the men are like some of them are hawking books I'm gonna give the uni- the everybody a gift by being your president there's the <laughs> universal gift of me you're yeah. gonna love this gift it's me you'll be yeah. dripping in me <laughs> like yeah no I, I think the women I think that the I think that it sucked for Yang because he was the first to get it, yeah. and like I, he I, definitely gave the worst answer. Really? Did he really? Yes. His I'll give the gift of asking everyone on the stage to read my book. Yeah, That's no, he's giving. He literally answer. gave a gift. It is his book, and he's giving it to everybody Do you think on the he's stage. He's giving his book. He's not giving his book to everybody. He's expecting them to buy it. No, he's not. Whoa, hang on. Really? Do you think that? Do you truly think that he doesn't have? fucking six copies of his book lying around that he can't hand out to these motherfuckers. I, I'd be curious to know if he did do that. I don't know if he, I don't know if he did. Um, but, but I would say, uh, he likely isn't going to, uh, isn't, he, he likely wasn't like, hey, uh, here's the gift, buy my book. Like, I, I just think that his, he had it kind of shitty because he had the first. He did. But I, personally, I was fine with it. It was a dumb question. He gave a, like, I guess dumbish answer, yeah. but it was a dumb question. I, I, I just, like, that was a shitty question. And we both, both you and I were thinking that was, like, their closing statement question. Kind yeah. Of, like, like, oh my god, I thought that was it. I'm like, that. that's like, question, not That's the closer. Good. And, yeah, that would have been terrible for a closer, but. Mm. Anyway. I can't think of other specific questions. Um. That, that one question was interesting that was like, Obama said <laughs> that women are better leaders and old men are Need to get out of the way. Long. Yeah, that, I don't know if that was a bad... It was an interesting question. Clearly Obama didn't mean it about Joe Biden because mm-hmm. he loves him and... Anyway, <laughs> it was here. Let me read the question. Um, former president, uh, bro, oh, sorry, former president Obama said this week, uh, when asked who should be running uh, countries, that if women were in charge, you'd see a significant improvement on just about everything. He also said, "quote If you look at the world and look at the problems, it's usually old people, usually old men, not getting out of the way." Wait, like I wonder why he said that. Because I think both you and I 
believe he's 100% behind Joe Biden. Right? I don't think that. You don't? No. You really don't? You don't I don't. Who do you think he's behind? I don't think he's behind anyone because okay. he's the Democratic okay. president. Okay. He's not going to come out publicly, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have his own personal opinion. He might have his own personal opinion. It might not be Joe. I'd, I'd be interested in that, for sure. Yeah. I don't think that's true, though. Um, I mean, you, I'm just saying, you mischaracterized me. That's not... I don't think that... <laughs> I, my problem is... I have a... <laughs> you're I putting get, too much faith in Obama. I think. What's that? I think you're putting too much faith in I'm Obama. I'm putting too much faith in, in Barack Obama. Yes. What do you think? What? Do you, what? What? How? By thinking he doesn't support Joe Biden for president. I don't know who he supports. We've for president. we've heard the thing that he would come out against Bernie if he looked like he was going to win. There were reports that he was that there. Yes, there were reports that said that. Um, but again, I think that that also has to be taken in context. You would have to have another candidate that would be able to take the nomination from. Uh, Bernie for him to be able to do that. The the Democratic president, the previous Democratic president, isn't just going to come out and say even when when it's clearly going to be Bernie. Uh, I don't think we should do Bernie, guys. <laughs> like that's stupid. It's very stupid. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Even though I'm upset about your nonsense. Um, what were some of the interesting back and forths that you saw within well, the debate? I know. Let there me are... just say that Klobuchar was. A part of, like, all of them. The clothes made sure. She had her claws out tonight. Girl, girl, claws out for clothes, baby. Yeah. Sorry, no, clothes, claws out. Claws, clothes. Claws out for clobs? No, clothes had her claws out (laughs) for others. Um, uh, She was in every skirmish that she could be in. I remember they went to a Harris trick. I went. I remember they went to a um, commercial break, and I'm like, she took a weird swipe at Pete, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, that's stupid, and that's just gonna blow over. And then she just kept taking swipes, but they became more and more legitimate and reasonable and like important. Yeah. So it was pretty fucking great to see her. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna. It's okay to say this now, but I think she was the winner of the debate. Um, I think she probably had. I, I would be curious to see the word, like the word count. Word count. But yeah. But I think she was high up on that list. She would have had. She to put been. herself in in every conversation she could, and um, she picked uh, Pete as her target for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think she picked Pete? I, I, we all know why. He's the but rising why- star, and she's. Uh, probably ideologically closest to him besides mm-hmm. Biden. So it's, she's hoping to take votes from, from his supporters, yeah. I would think. She, she, so, so I agree with that. Pete is in her lane, yeah. right? Yeah. Pete is the, uh, the moderate. Midwestern. Op- like the Midwestern moderate, uh, option B from yeah. Biden. Yeah. Um, younger. And that's what she wants to be. And she's like. That's me, guys. You guys keep talking about this. He's gay. She's a woman. You guys keep talking about this mayor, this local official. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. The way she said local official. Yes. Ooh, I'm not denigrating your experience as a local official. Yes, yes. I was one. (laughs) Yes. She 100% was Fucking him you up. You didn't win in a statewide election. You lost, you lost by, by 20, 20 oh. points. 
burn. She, she went at him. Yes. She went at him so hard. And it was so interesting to see this, like, this is the Amy that you should be fucking scared and of. And this, I think, this was the first debate where I really liked her, too. Really? Because before she was attacking candidates that I liked. <laughs> but <laughs> And I do actually like Buttigieg a lot more than I think you do. And Whoa, me? <laughs> you need to stop throwing me into shit. You don't like Buttigieg. I never said that. <laughs> uh, but, like, I I thought I, I enjoyed it. Because, like, previously she talked, like, Kamala. She attacked Warren. Um, and I didn't like it as much, but I liked this. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Because it was aimed at people that you were... And there's, like, two women on the stage, and it's like, oh, come on, ladies. I want one of you to be the nominee. So, wait. So... At this point, I'd be okay with Klobuchar. I don't think she'll get it, but, like, I honestly am okay with any of them at this point, but... Well, Tulsi. She's not on the... Well, but she's... Oh, on the stage, on the stage, on the stage. Okay, okay, okay. On the okay. stage. Okay, okay, plus okay. Plus Corey. Well, <laughs> on the stage, plus Corey. Yeah, even though he's not... Despite what Yang said, he's not getting back on that stage. Um, I think Corey will be back here. <laughs> <laughs> that does not translate well on a podcast. But Terrain, no, no, they. <laughs> Terrain has they some opinions about Yang's hand movements. They know what and I gestures. did. I posted this already. I did posted you? the. I posted. It. I'm going to read the tweet real quick, but I posted it because I think that it's very important. I think that it's very true. Andrew Yang makes dumb jokes, does finger guns and claps, and tries to get us all to love math. Move over, Tim Kaine. America has a new stepdad. That's just the truth. I like Yang. He's our stepdad and now. And it's almost like, I I find it a lot more endearing than you do when he makes a joke and then pauses. No! And nobody laughs. I That's like the thing I hate the most. What are you, like, why are you stuck? All right. And then he's just waiting. Like, oh, they're going to fucking lose it on this yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Let's, but let's go back to the clothes. Um, yes. Amy Klobuchar went I at- am so tired of her saying, I'm from the Midwest, I've won in a state, but, like, I don't, I don't like that message, but apparently it works on other people, by the way. Let's, so, she, on numerous occasions during the debate, did that, like, little, reminding you she's from the Midwest, yes. remind, like, reminding you that she she's folksy. Um, I've never been to a wine much... cave, but no. I've been to a, but I've been to wind, wind cave, cave in South Dakota. Yeah. Like she did that numerous times. She made numerous specific references mm-hmm. that like, <laughs> where it's just like, she's debating, but also like, you guys get it, right? Like you get what's going on here. Yeah. I thought that though I found it sticky, I thought that it was very well received from a lot of people watching the debate. Yeah. And then, like I said before, she did the Kamala Harris trick when she said, um, I didn't come here to listen to this argument. Yes. Yeah. That was, that she had was it locked like the, in lo- the food fight thing. Yep. yep. Um, but it was a lot, like, I know she had that locked and loaded, but it felt it more, felt a lot more organic. genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the the Kamala Harris line was very much canned. The call the like, Kamala Harris the Kamala Harris line was um was they didn't they people aren't watching this for a food fight they're wondering how we're gonna put food on their table right, right. so like clearly she had that set up right this was um, more organic yes yes for sure um 
But she like she did that. But still, it was times. it was one hundred percent canned. Yeah, but <laughs> she was able to insert herself in stuff that had nothing to do with her, uh-huh. and then she pivoted it to what she wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. and it, I think it worked really well. Nobody wanted any more back and forth from Elizabeth Warren and Pete Buttigieg about this fucking wine cave, and she threw herself in there and then said something pretty much not very related, and was we were able to move on. Like I, I, I thought that was good. We're both currently drinking wine. Do you, have you ever been to a wine cave? No. Have no. you been to Wind Cave in South Dakota? No. You should go. Uh, I'm not Klobuchar says it's great. I, I think <laughs> I would never go to South Dakota. Whoa! Or Hang North on! Dakota. Hang on! All right. Listen, alcoholics from South Dakota, like, don't listen to her. We'll come. Like, if you pay for our ticket and a venue for us to perform at and, like, make sure there are people there, we'll be there. No question. Isn't that right, Katrina? No. Wow. You forgot to pay for lodging. Oh, and lodging. Is that <laughs> Was that the thing that you were holding out on? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All that's paid for, I'll come. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, we, we, <laughs> moving on from, from that. We, we will circle back to the clubs because, yeah. yes, she was, uh, definitely someone who. On fire. On fire. Um... <laughs> What are, what are their uh, disagreements, what are you thinking about? So, we... I mean, we briefly touched on the wind cave thing. We briefly touched cave. on the wine cave thing. I'd like to get more into that. Okay. So, um... And we talked about this on our own earlier. We did talk about this on our own, uh, off mic. Um, so it's gonna... We, we came to some sort of agreement-ish, question mark, but... No, I don't really think we did. Well, like, like an agreement of where we, we each... We understand each yeah. other, right? Yeah. Um, but... Um, I want to just read out what um, Senator Warren said regarding Pete. Um, So the mayor just recently had a fundraiser that was held in a wine cave full of crystals and served $900 a bottle of wine. Think about who comes to that. He had promised that every fundraiser he would do would be open door, but this one was closed door. We made the decision many years ago that rich people in smoke-filled rooms would not pick the next president of the United States. Billionaires in wine caves should not pick the next president of the United States. Um, that was the argument that she was making against mm-hmm. Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who um, has, agree- has not, you know, he's agreed he's going to continue um, doing big donor fundraisers, right. well, um, big... I think you should read his response. I'm going to. Yeah. I just wanted to set the stage as okay. to what the argument is. Yeah. Um, you know, he had said that this is this kind of situation is okay with me. Um, I'm going to still be getting a lot of money because it's important for the Democrats to get a lot of money. Um, I'm going to read his first response. I can't keep reading all of his, like, right. I can't go through the whole no, thing. No, just do the thing about the net worth. and world The world. net worth, yes. I'm going to read up to that. Um, you know, according to Forbes magazine... I'm literally the only person on this stage who's not a millionaire or a billionaire. This is important. This is the problem with issuing purity tests. You cannot yourself pass. Sorry. (laughs) This is the problem with issuing purity purity tests. You cannot yourself pass. If I pledge never to be in the company of a progressive Democratic donor, I couldn't be up here. Senator, your net worth is 100 times mine. And then he goes into... Um, now suppose I'm, you know, you're feeling the holiday spirit. You want to yeah, yeah, yeah. cut me a check for $2,800. Um, or Tom Steyer does. He's a billionaire. Is that bad? Blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> yeah. which 
Um, uh, I understand the. I understand both arguments. I know that you fall down on. Sorry, you fall um, behind Pete's argument. So let's. Can you? Can you yeah. expand? Expand. I think that we as Democrats are not in a good position to not accept any financial uh, help we can get because you know that the Republicans are going to accept it from everywhere, including foreign governments. So <laughs> it's like. If we decide we are not accepting anything from billionaires or we're not going to do fundraisers or whatever, we are going to be in such a hole compared to what the Republicans have raised. Yeah. And while it shouldn't be, and while I completely agree with the argument that uh, elections should be publicly funded, um, there shouldn't be private donations at all, I would love for that. That's not what's happening right now. And we have to go against Donald Trump who is going to have a lot of money behind him because he's given tax breaks to these companies. He's let all these companies get away with paying zero taxes and these rich people. He he's lets gonna have... them skirt environmental rules. Exactly. He's going to have He's rolled millions. back environmental rules to allow them to do terrible things. He's going to have so many more millions than we have for this upcoming general election already. If we add on top of that that we're not going to do fundraisers and we're not going to do accept donations from billionaires, we are going to be at such a disadvantage. And this is the most important election, besides the last two most important elections of our lifetime, we need to get Donald Trump out of office. I'd say the one before that as well. So I'd say three last important elections. <laughs> the 2012 election? 2012 was I'm very important. I'm talking 2018 and 2016. Yeah, 20... I would say 2008. Wait, 21? 2008 and 2016? 2018 and 2016. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Because we but called 2018 the midterms. They also said they were, like, one of the most important. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but also 2008 was one of the most important elections. Right. yeah. And I think 2000... And, we skipped 2010 for some reason. Um, <laughs> 2012 became one of the most important elections. 2010 is when the course of our politics swinged forever. Yeah, it changed, it changed fucking forever. forever. Yeah. yeah. So we need to win this or four more years of Donald Trump. All of our justices are going to be, uh, <laughs> RBG can't take this anymore. Um, she doesn't have the stasis chamber. It's not finished yet. No, like, so it's, it's absolutely imperative that we win. Um, so I just don't think we have the luxury right now to be saying we won't accept this sort of fundraising technique. Is my thought. I will say this. I wish we could. I wish we could, but I just don't think we can right now. I will say this, and I said this to you earlier. This is an argument that I definitely see both sides on, because I know I've made both sides' arguments on this. Um, for example, when uh, when um, uh, Barack Obama took money from Wall Street, but still passed, like, sorry, still signed, like, Dodd-Frank and that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, we, we saw that he would still, you know... He, he can take money from Wall Street and still, you know, be a progressive president. He took money from, like, uh, Jamie Dimon from fucking J.P. Morgan Chase and still was a left president. Um, and didn't disappoint members of Goldman Sachs as his cabinet. And... Can I? Excuse me? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I gave you. I'm talking about Trump. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> right, right. Just Democrats different right, right. than Trump. But at the same time, 
But at the same time, Barack Obama did this did some of the things that Democrats currently are talking about. Like Elizabeth Warren said, "I'm not going to promise. Uh, let me ambassadorships. I'm not going to promise ambassadorships to people who donate big to my campaign the way that Donald uh, Donald Trump has done and Barack Obama did." And let me just point out, it's not Democrats talking about that. It is just Elizabeth Warren talking about that. Yeah. I mean, I assume that Sanders would say the same thing, but I don't know if he's been... I don't know... He's, he's not come out and said that he's on that... Pl- but he's not accepting... He's not... He's the, yeah, so. he's not... I think he has, like, one billionaire donor. I thought he had zero. I thought he had one who gave the max in the same way that yeah, yeah. the six gave the max for Warren. Right. Though she gets fucking... She's got billionaire donors! Like, right. Like, they gave $2,800. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking relax. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, I get both sides of the argument. I think... At this point, when we're talking about money and politics and how it corrupts and how terrible it is, Sanders and Warren are just right on this. Sanders and Warren are right. We can't allow the Democratic... Idealistically. Idealistically. We can't allow the Democratic Party to be bogged down with big money donors and buying influence and that kind of thing. We just can't do it. And, And I think that... Sanders has Sanders and Warren have both been like great leaders on this. And when it comes to that kind that argument against Pete, who's like, whoa, I mean, like, you can't take that away from me now that I'm here. Like, I'm here to I'm I'm here to raise money so I can win this campaign. You guys all did this before. Mm Why is it changing now that I'm here? Yeah. Like, I'm literally doing... I, I, I couldn't run before, now I can. Like, I, 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 I understand, like, it's like things have changed. But I think that this is one of those issues that, like, with Pete, you're seeing younger people say, this isn't acceptable anymore. This wasn't acceptable for a while, but this definitely isn't acceptable now. And that's... He seems to have a, a problem with younger voters... Um, he does. Yeah. I think this is part of the reason why because he has like the hints of the like the the Democrat who still can be friendly with Wall Street and who who isn't completely antagonistic to um, you know like like millionaires and billionaires that, that kind of thing. I I, th- I think that this is like a different like I think that Warren and Sanders are right. This isn't acceptable. Uh, she said it. I think Sanders. Uh, sorry, Warren said it the best when she said. Um, People can't buy my time. Yeah. I think that's the that's the argument that should have been made, but it was, like, after, like, three back and forth that we finally got to that. If she would have started with that, perfect. Mm-hmm. But she got, like, it took, it took too long to get where it was, so people were like, we don't care what either of you are saying. And then Amy swooped in. <laughs> yeah, and I, I absolutely agree that idealistically they are right. Um, yeah. But, or ideologically, they're right. But you're not looking but at that right now. I'm we're... just trying to be pr- pragmatic about it. And I do agree with Pete's point that he is not a millionaire or billionaire. He cannot fund his own campaign. He needs funding from outside sources to continue. But none of them um, are funding their own campaign besides... Sire. Sire and, and Bloomberg, Bloomberg. Who's um, doing well for a guy who just got there. Mm-hmm. Um... He won't win New York, right? But, and, and to add to that, like, buying her time thing, I think Warren really had flubs when she just kept mentioning the selfie thing. <laughs> like, you're right that, like, um, Buttigieg is struggling with the youth. Um, he's more of a candidate for, I think, middle-aged folks. 
or older. Um, but I think Warren did herself a disservice by constantly mentioning the 100,000 selfies she's taken. Like, no millennial wants to hear you talk about your fucking selfies, honestly. Um, but I, I, I definitely agree that ideologically it is right that we should not be catering to these people. And I, but I do agree that, like, the way I felt about Obama and Hillary Clinton is that just because they're getting these donations and money from these people doesn't mean they're going to do what they want them to do. I think that the candidate we're electing is going to have a lot higher moral authority than that. Mm-hmm. So that, that's my thought regarding it. I want, I absolutely want campaign finance campaign finance laws to pass to prevent this sort of thing. It's just we don't have them right now. So. Last point on the issue. Let's just do it. Um, does Andrew Yang's freedom dividend make a dent in this problem? Yes or no? What do you think? I don't think People it... will have $1,000 a, a month, right? $1,200? Well, no, no, no. There are certain... There are certain dollars for political campaigns in his plan. Oh, okay. So we got the freedom dollars, right? Yeah, is yeah, that what it I is? I don't the... remember. Democracy dollars? Democracy dollars. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, Gillibrand had a similar plan as well. I think they both, like, they both... Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I... Maybe. Uh, are you but sure? I, think uh, make, I need to... I, I think it would make a difference, like, for the current debate uh, qualifiers, as in he'd have a certain... You'd, you'd be getting more of that unique donor threshold thing. Uh, but I think monetarily wise, you're still going to, the big donors are going to be the key to actually having an impact on a campaign. Okay. What do you think? I think you're right. Um, let's move. There's another interesting, I mean, unfortunately we had to have the, um, we had to have the healthcare debate again. Yeah. But at least they put it at the end. I mean, it was still long. Was. We still had the Biden v. Uh, Sanders debate. Mm-hmm. Which you... got feisty. They they did get feisty. Also... Can we mention how Bernie was a stand-up comedian? Bernie had them jokes, is what I was going to say. Yeah. Bernie had them jokes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. He was very funny in this. I, mm-hmm. yeah, that, I <laughs> so... And he didn't have to say one time, I wrote the damn bill. He didn't. Which I don't think the I don't think the wonderful. phrase yeah I don't think the phrase wrote the damn bill came up, um, which is great. Uh, I hated that. <laughs> um, uh, what do you think about the healthcare debate? No, as it don't stands? fucking ask me. You know it's not positive. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I don't care. I would love Medicare for all, but whatever. Do something. I don't care. Okay. We're going to move on to... Do you want to say how you feel? No, I'm good. We're going to move on. <laughs> um, we're going to move on. Let's let's give like a just a little bit of what we thought of each okay. specific debate performer. You want to go um, bottom up in the sense of yeah. polling? Yeah. Um, Tom Steyer. Uh, we talked about this. We think he's very consistent. Yeah. He's, he's been the same throughout... He's definitely got the best message of unity yes. within the party. Um, he said, I think, in every single debate, everyone on this stage would be better than Donald Trump. Yeah, even debates where Tulsi was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's... 
I like what Tom Steyer has to say. I think he has good things to say. He's got, obviously, a good policy behind his um, climate change. Uh, He's been an activist on that for many years, so I think he's really knowledgeable, and I think um, his plan is good. So I, I never, like really roll my eyes when Tom Steyer talks. I just wish he wouldn't stare into the camera. <laughs> An interesting tie, this debate. But I don't hate that Tom Steyer's on this. His stage. tie was like... Uh, it was plaid. It was a plaid tie. Yeah. I liked I his tie. Holiday. I think it was supposed to be holiday-like. I, I liked know. his tie. I did. I Definitely did like his tie. Definitely the most interesting tie. Mm-hmm. What about you? What do you think of Steyer? Steyer, I think, was the same as he's always been. I yeah. think that's my issue with Tom Steyer. I don't think that anything has changed one bit from Steyer um, from the beginning. I think that that's where I have the issue. I, I think I, it needs to be changed? I think that there needs to be something. There needs to be some sort of difference, or I'm just seeing him as the consistent person in the debate doing the same like, middle-of-the-road I would say that was Warren up until now, though. I know! There's the problem. Consistent. I thought Warren was great every time. I think I think it's different if you're like consistently great. consistently great and consistently uh there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just I don't think his he debate style. He doesn't is... pick fights with anybody. He doesn't get into fights. Right, like, except for like that one weird fight last debate with him and Joe Biden that lasted for twelve seconds. I don't even remember. What yeah, no about. one does. It was weird. <laughs> um, it was weird. Um, what about uh, Mr. Andrew Yang? By the way. <laughs> Can I just real quick? I'm doing this based on what I thought the polling yeah, I for think you the got it right, so far. right, right, right. So like, if I do fuck up and make someone too high or too low, everyone chill the fuck out. I'm trying and I'm drinking, so like, let's just be cool. Yeah. All right. I Go ahead. I think we basically covered it. You know, he's he's making jokes. I don't think he's really changed much from his debates either. Like I've heard some people say that he's improved. I think he's doing the exact same thing he's been doing this whole time. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, and like I said, I enjoy him. I think he's charming. I like him. Um, I just don't think he should be the president. He should be something else. <laughs> yeah. So, that's my thought. I think that Andrew Yang also, I agree, has not really changed much. No. He still has his jokes. He still has his claps. He still has his uh, hand movements. Snaps, pointing, finger guns. Also doesn't get in fights with anybody. He continuously has a math pen. Uh, he's America's new stepdad. Get ready. Um, but he also hasn't really moved the needle for me in in any of the arguments that he's made. But you made. know something positive for him? Yes. He answers questions. I agree. Whereas other candidates will take a question and use it to say their stump speech. Yeah, pivot to their stump speech. He actually answers questions, and I really appreciate that. I do. I also appreciate it. It's very... I I appreciate that very much. Um, Next. Here we go. Amy Klobuchar. Like I said, I think she's the winner. She's the... Yeah. Go ahead. She won this debate, and she... She put herself out there. She put herself in dis- every discussion she could. She made a strong case for herself. Um, and she had good things to say, mm-hmm. I really think. Um, I just think she did a good job. Amy Klobuchar took the Bill de Blasio tact of, I don't care if you're talking to me, I'm talking to you. She took advantage of the fact that there were less people. Than yeah, she did, because she made sure she her voice was heard. Mm-hmm. She could push her way into wherever she needed to be. 
Um, and it was it was great. I thought that she I thought she did a great job. I was incredibly impressed by Amy Amy Klobuchar, and I'm like, she I think that she'll be around for a bit. I agree. Um, Elizabeth Warren. Was she next? Is she behind Pete? That's where I'm putting it. I'm putting the three white guys in the front. I don't want to, but I think that's where it is right now. I don't. I hope you're wrong. I'm also going to start doing, by the way, when we get into the new year, each episode, I'm going to do, um, and I'd, I'd appreciate if you did it as well, but I don't, I'm not going to make you do anything because you do whatever you want to do. But I'm going to do um, the power rankings. I'm going to do uh, uh-huh. Democratic power rankings. I'm going to do top five and then honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, at this moment, I'm going to go number four, right? Yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Uh, something I really noticed in this debate that's different than her past debate performances, she was a lot more emotional. Yes. Like, Yes, I, she was, yes. And unfortunately, because I'm cynical, I was wondering if that was Jesus. a choice or not. Like, mm-hmm. was it a planned thing that she was going to show this emotion? But there were multiple, t- and, and, and everyone before that, I thought she was really stoic and really calm and consistent. This one, I'm like, multiple times, I'm like, is, is Elizabeth Warren about to cry? Yeah. And I thought it I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I thought she had a solid performance. She went after Pete, which was interesting, because before she hadn't really gone after people too much. Um, but I, I, again, thought she had a good performance, and I thought, I really appreciated the emotion, especially when she was talking about trans... Um, Violence, violence against trans individuals. Yes. And by the way, that's something we should have talked about. I want to just quick pivot to that. Um, that question, that that was very important. I think mm-hmm. that Elizabeth Warren answered that excellently. Yeah, after um, a bypass by Bernie, right? Bernie Sanders just didn't, he flubbed that question. Mm-hmm. This The question was legitimately to take a about, question about trans just, violence. Let me just wait real quick. Yes, yes, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Taking a question about violence against transgendered individuals and making about your Medicare for all plan, that's just, it just felt self-serving. It felt self-serving and cynical. Yeah. And, and to me, I'm like, they, they, like this is a this is a population that is under attack, that is yeah. literally like fearing for their lives. Mm-hmm. Give them a fucking answer. Don't pop it back to your stump speech. Yes. Yep. Like, like this was this was a real proposal from Elizabeth Warren saying, "I will, I will take their names and I will read them in the rose garden." Mm-hmm. So we never forget what's happening and it will shed light on this issue. Me as the president can shed light on this issue. I thought that was great. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. And contrasted with the nonsense that I saw was fucking phenomenal. Um, uh, next, um, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Hmm. I thought his was okay. Um... He was under attack for a lot of this, so he had to be, like, pushing back. Um, But I don't think he did anything to hurt himself too much. What do you think? All right, so I will say this. Mayor Pete Buttigieg was under attack because he is the riser in the early states. Um, So he now is getting that pushback the same way that Elizabeth Warren saw that when she became um, the leader of the polls. And I'm not going to say that he really hurt himself i'm gonna say that other people hurt him Mm -hmm. 
he had to deal with everybody just essentially taking a baseball bat and swinging away at his experience, at his record, at his fundraising style. Yeah. I don't think he walked out unscathed the way he was hoping he would. The way that he had in the previous debate where it showed that he was one of the leaders in Iowa and no one, still no one attacked him. Unfortunately for Pete, people are taking him seriously now. And because they are taking him seriously, he had to suffer in a debate performance that for him was, you know, his specific performance himself was fine. But he had, he yeah. took a whole lot of hits and that... I don't made know. Him real low. I don't know if he could have answered those attacks any better than he did. No. Is, is my thought, though. Well, I mean, it's hard. Uh, you're, the better answer is, yeah, you know what? I shouldn't let billionaires choose the election. Yeah, I'm not right. going to do that. But he's not, like, that's right. not, you know? Yeah, that wasn't, that's not what he's doing. Right, right, right. And, and he stood by his decision, yeah. which is, look, I'm, I think that we shouldn't, you know, Turn unilaterally away. disarm against the, against the, Republicans. I yeah. think we shouldn't turn anyone. We should get that money. Yeah. Get GDT. Nope. GDM. Get that money. <laughs> what was T supposed to be? Get that cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk. Um. Uh. Next up, we have Bernie Sanders. Oh, like we said, he was really funny that, that night. Um. He made a lot of jokes, but I didn't hear much substantive talk from him. There were multiple times we talked about the transgender issue. He also, I think, flubbed something about African Americans. He flubbed, yes, he flubbed a qu- uh, question about race Minorities by uh, race. by trying to pivot to one, another one of his uh, stump issues. I'm gonna just quick read this. Uh, um, I will answer that. Sorry, my apologies. Yes, he wanted to talk about cl- so the question originally was uh, directed at Yang, and then it went to uh, well, sorry. Um, in this, it was directed at Yang, um, but it might have been directed at another candidate before. No, no, it was directed at Yang. <laughs> there we go. I'm like, again, trying to read this transcript while doing this. Um, talking about um, the Democratic Party and the, uh, the, the diversity of the Democratic right. Party and who's on the stage. Right. Um, so the, the debate moderator then said... Um, Senator Sanders, I do want to put the same question to you. What message do you think? And then he said, I will answer that question, but I want to get back on the issue of climate change for a moment because I do believe this is an existential issue. True. 100% true. But one issue that you, as a candidate, have had was with minorities, with people of color. Um, and, and it didn't help that it did. Yes. And it didn't help that the, the, the moderator then said, Senator, with all due respect, sorry, with all respect, this question is about race. Can you answer it as it was asked? Because it's very important to talk about this. Yeah. Um, so he, this was a question he just straight up whiffed. He whiffed it because mm-hmm. he wanted, he wanted to put it back to where he, where he was comfortable and it seems like he doesn't. He's not very comfortable on on on, on race quest on race questions, um, and it just it didn't work out for him. But I think that which was, there's no reason he shouldn't be. Yeah, he was involved in um, the civil justice movement. Yes. in the '60s. Yes, he was arrested protesting with the civil justice. Like, why is this so hard for him to address properly? I mm-hmm. don't understand. Yeah, I really don't. I think this was. A, I think some of those questions were a big. We were a big whiff. He was funny and he was likable, but policy-wise, he didn't get anywhere tonight. Mm. That night. I keep saying tonight. 
Well, tonight's the night. <laughs> um, and finally, um, de facto frontrunner Joe Biden. Right. Best performance so far. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. I, I, I mean, can't think of a single flub. There were no times where I was like, where was this going? It was a little weird when he... And and to be fair, also, this is like a... He, he had such weird performances before that he is now at the, like lowered expectation yes, level which yes. is which is truly where he wants to be as someone who is the front runner he wants to be at a, at a low expect lower expectation level where he's just like i get to not do as well as i should be doing yeah. and people are like that's a win for you champ you didn't trip <laughs> yeah it, it was like i was saying it was a little weird when he was talking about the uh the child with a stuttering issue and he decided it would be a good idea to mimic the stutter? I don't think he did. I think he... So, so when I watched it, I also thought that was very, very weird. Uh-huh. But he had pointed out that he had a stutter as a child. Oh. He has had a stutter. Which I think is very... Uh, sometimes apparent. apparent? But, yeah. but he has had a stutter. So, when... And this was when um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders mocked him on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I saw something about that. He had said, I've had to overcome a stutter, uh, like, my whole life or as a child or whatever. And he said he was having empathy. Um, and she apologized. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> seemingly knowing, oh, shit, the VP's gonna fuck me up. Like, his, like that's not great. Um, but, yeah, no. I, I think that this was his best debate. Yeah. I think that he did do, you know... Well, I think he did well. I, I, but I again would say we have essentially lowered the bar for Joe Biden. Right, in and he wasn't under and attack at no, all. No, because he's seemingly less threatening. Mm. So I think that's also a reason for him to be scared that he wasn't the wasn't the um, you know object of of ire from everybody. Yeah, because he seems less threatening. Um, I just think it seems. Other people see more, um, you're able to get more out of attacking them. Because those who are behind Joe Biden are just resigned to the fact that he's might be the best choice. You say that. I don't know if that's everybody, but well, I, I see what I you're think saying. there's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> and the others are actually, you know, concerned about the ideology behind their candidate <laughs> and perform everything else. So that's part of what I yeah. think is going on. Um, getting back to what you were saying earlier, and to end this, uh, I would like to say, when we talk about who said the most, 538 reports, um, that, um, Amy Klobuchar had the highest word count by over 200 words. Wow. Um. She put herself out there. Speaking 3,557 words to people to judges 3,327, um, she made sure that she was the person that was speaking a bunch. Um, in fact, uh, yeah, it was just, it was, um, she also mentioned Trump the most. Yeah. 11 times mentioning Trump on the stage. Next up, eight for Bernie Sanders and six for Buttigieg and Biden. Um, yeah, uh, it, it was a, it was a an interesting, a great night for Amy, I'd say. Yeah. I'd say a great night for Amy. I'd say a less than stellar night for Peter. Um, and, you know. The others, Toso. not moving a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so, I will say, it is, you know, almost the new year. It's the 20... We're rec- recording this on the 21st. Yeah. Um, so there's a good chance that, like, next week we'll go, I don't want to do it, and then we not do it. Um, so, if we don't, we'd like to say, uh, I'd like to say on behalf of Alcoholics, have a wonderful new year. Mm-hmm. Um, ring in the new year safely, and hopefully with a lot of drinks. And... <laughs> Um, please antagonize your Republican family members. (laughs) Make sure they know that they are supporting a racism. Um, anything for you before we close out? Have a happy holidays. Have a happy holidays. Katrina's feeling holly jolly. Holly jolly. So have a holly jolly happy, happy, fuck me. Have a holly jolly. Jolly holiday. (laughs) (laughs) have a holly jolly holiday um and we'll hopefully see you next week but if not you know fuck it just don't listen to it cheers cheers